Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. The all-new Kluger has arrived at Chadston Toyota. Yep, it's the perfect family SUV with plenty of features, seven seats, 3.5-litre V6 engine. And hybrid options available. So secure your Kluger at Chadston Toyota. Oh, what a feeling, Toyota. And I love Mondays, four minutes after eight. Mondays are great on 1170 SEN because between eight and nine, we have both Cameron Smith and Matthew Johns basically here to chew the fat on all manner of issues, not just rugby league, but we'll touch on the Olympics and some weird issues. We always always seem to get uh, taken off a path. Uh, let's welcome along for uh, Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Cameron Smith and Matthew Johns. Cameron Smith, good morning to you on the Gold Coast. Good morning, Vossi. How are we going? I'm okay. Welcome to lockdown. You're in lockdown this morning, oh, of course. Let's hope that only lasts till Tuesday afternoon. Well, yeah, we found out the news uh, sort of around midday on Saturday. Um, the Smith household was actually getting ready for junior sports, so um, <clears throat> we had to try and make the mad dash out to the <laughs> to the grocery store and pick okay. up some toilet paper and some food and all that sort of stuff <laughs> for the three days. But uh, no, it's something that we we aren't overly used to up here. I know uh, you know Victoria went through a whole heap mm. last year and. This year, it's uh, the Sydney Siders. But um, now we've gone into a snap sort of three-day lockdown and we're fingers crossed that we can, um, we can, we can get out on Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, and welcome to all our uh, Queensland stations tuning in this morning on this Monday. Cameron Smith on the Gold Coast. Uh, Maddie Johns at a location unknown in Sydney, but again, still in <laughs> lockdown. How's, uh, how's your well-being, Maddie? Oh, hello. Good morning, old cock, and hello to all the old cocks out there. Look, I'm going. Uh, I'm going pretty good. Uh, I mean, I'm in a different situation, uh, Trish and I, to to Cameron and Barb. Given the fact that it's just Trish and I, and um, we haven't got any young ones around the house, I can only imagine uh, having the kids in the house in lockdown. It'd just be uh, it'd be it'd be torture. Yeah, <laughs> and, and love and, uh, torture, <laughs> beautifully put. Um, and a lovely greeting to old cock. Old cock is still used down in Tasmania, I'm told. And Cameron, you would know from World Cup tours, as you make your way across England, you get these different greetings. You old governor, mm. and you go a bit further. How you going, Maduk? And then you get old cock. You get all these different yeah. expressions. The further you go, all over, you got to you got to know where you are and which greeting you can use. Because if you use Maduk and you're anywhere outside of the Midlands, I say, what are you talking about? Hello, Maduk. <laughs> Yeah, Just it's a little... bit strange over over in the north. Um, you know, the further you go north in in England, the the stranger the the language gets. But um, yeah, they're 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 a different breed over there. But all, all very good people and love their rugby league. So all of uh, all of our UK listeners, yeah, yes, great do. to have you this morning. It's it's well, we... interesting, isn't yeah. it? Like a historical thing. There's they, they explain it like this. Basically, any countries that have got like you know, like uh, you. 
what you say, a topography like there. We've got lots of hills and hollows. Basically mm. coming through, every over every hill, there's a different way of doing things, different way of speaking, and that's absolutely the point. Like, you, I could, living in England, you go 20 mm. minutes down the road, and there's like a different, just different way of doing things, uh, different turns of phrase completely. I remember mm. talking to a guy once in Leeds, and we were chatting, and I said, oh, I'm going, I'm, I'm taking off, I'm going to Liverpool to have a look at the uh, the Beatles Museum. And he said, oh, I hear it's pretty good. And I said, yeah, yeah, they, no, they reckon it's fantastic, the museum. He said, no, 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 Liverpool, I've never been there. And this bloke was in his 60s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Conversation with people up in north of England. What are you doing today, mate? He said, oh, go shop, buy a pie, go football, go home, have a drink. <laughs> that's, that's, he tells the story that way. It's economy of words. Go shop, yes. buy a pie. Uh, great. But now, boys, um, I'll, I'll throw a whole lot of rugby league issues with you. And, you know, we've got so much to cover, so much on the plate of Peter Volandi's Andrew Abday right now. But grand final venue. I'm putting a heat on you two guys that if you had to make a decision today... Yeah, with any certainty, saying we're going to play here, there, wherever, start selling tickets, where would you take the grand final? I mean, I've floated today that Auckland would have to be, you get, given the fact that it's been made, that the Wallabies have gone over there, so exemption's been made, the, the New Zealand government's open. Is that just about one of the only places you could say, right, we can sell tickets and we'll fill a joint and play at a 40,000-plus stadium? What, what are we going to do? Well, we're going to have to take a punt if we're going to keep it in Australia, Vossi. There's no doubt about that. In, in, a, in a look, an ideal world, if we're not going to play it in Sydney, the obvious one is Suncorp Stadium. And I think, given uh, the support of the people there, let, let's remove government for a second. The report, uh, the, the support of the Queensland people of the game, is it, it's. I mean, it's it's the heartland of rugby league, and that's they deserve the grand final. Uh, there's talk of Melbourne. Yeah. My my concern of Melbourne, yes, they get out to sporting events, but you know you're taking a punt. You fill the MCG. You know, that's mm. that's the thing about it. Um, I'd have no problem with taking it to New Zealand. Absolutely no problem. And I think it'd be a great boost for the game, given the fact they've had no rugby league over there, as far as the Warriors are concerned. What about you, Cameron? Yeah. I mean, you, you you are based in Queensland, and yes, first choice mm. is Suncorp. Then as the alternative yeah. to Sydney. But, you know, just the events of Saturday and the quickness that had happened. And as I mm. say, when you're talking about Melbourne, well, we, we were going to play an Origin game there this year. That got called off. No cities had more lockdowns. Now, and I'm not wishing ill of anyone. I want us all to be living no. freely and have no more lockdowns. But the league's got to make a decision. I just don't know how they do. Yeah, I know. That's, that's the difficult thing, Vossi, is that the ever-changing sort of situation with all of these border closures and lockdowns within all the states. Um, particularly now, like we've seen over the weekend, there was games actually postponed last minute. Um, so if we're speaking right now, I guess out of all the cities that uh, incorporate the, the teams in our competition, you would say Auckland. But in saying that, like we're not playing games there right now, which is seems a little bit strange. But I think, I think you know, if, if Queensland are able to knock uh, you know this little lockdown on the head and, and get on top of uh, this this spread early, then you probably would lock away Suncorp Stadium. Um, and I agree with Matty, uh, yeah, about the support that Queenslanders are showing to the game, and it, it would just it'd be a, a, a huge um, you know coup for for Queensland Rugby League to host an NRL Grand Final. Do you take a punt and, and try and go to Melbourne? I'm not too sure, um, but I can, I can absolutely see the reasons for you know taking a grand final to to Auckland given 
Hmm. The, the New Zealand Warriors fans haven't seen their team play live for, for nearly two years. Um, um, and at the same time, you could probably throw you can throw the Melbourne Storm fans in that in that case too. So um, there's cases for multiple cities, but I, I'd say right now you'd probably lock away Suncorp Stadium for the big one. Yeah, I, I know Origin. We played at venues that uh, you know could that could um, cater for less than forty thousand, but I don't think the grand final you want to go to a stadium less than forty. I mean, it is the grand final, no. so you want to play at a bigger venue rather than boutique stadium, so to speak. So yeah. we'll see where they go with that. Um, Here's a great question. This just gets you right off the track. As I say, we have these plans. We have all these topics picked out, and then the listeners throw these ones in. Um, for Chris, g'day, Vossi. Can you ask the boys who would win a 100-metre sprint out of the two of them? Both of them known for their pace, obviously. Chris on the cold case. Cameron Smith v. Maddie Johns. Oh. Maddie, what do you think? Vossi. I actually, I was trying to discuss this. My, my knee, my left knee is going to need replacing very, very soon. I actually can't even jog anymore. So given the fact that I can't even jog, I'm back in Smithy. You know, I, I don't know how to go if I back Smithy on, on TAB or Neds. That, that might be a legal <laughs> benefit if I was. Yes, Cameron wins that definitively. Oh, well, well, that's at the moment. I think Chris means oh, at your day. best. At your, back in the day, Matty. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, known for no. your speed. Known yeah, for your well, speed. Yeah, well, de- definitively, Cameron wins. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say, Matty, I, I was good over about um, a metre and a half, Ossie. I was pretty quick off the mark. Oh, wow. <laughs> but uh, over 100, mate, I was I was no good. So I, I'm back in, back in when we are both at our physical peak. Apex. I reckon Maddie, Maddie, Maddie's got me for sure. Well, see, Cameron, you and I, yeah, we, we played rugby league like it was a game of chess, unfortunately at the same speed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the great race-off, it ain't going to happen. There's no entrepreneur out there that's putting up the bucks for Matthew Johns to race Cameron Smith. So we've, we've moved on from that topic. Um, this one, uh, your greeting at the start of the show has got a lot of interest, Maddie. Um, this one, uh, Vossi, Maddie, Cameron, I had an old boss in Tasmania who used to use old cock all the time. He got a rocket once when he picked up a call and said, yes, cock. The lady on the other end of the call was not impressed. <laughs> so there you go. And that's how they do use it. In Tasmania, they say things like, what are you doing? Cock. Cock. They just, they just drop that out there. So there we go. Anyway, we're getting bogged down with those issues. Now, in this segment, we will have Cameron's uh, referee of the round. Now, that's interesting because we've still got two games to go. We've got Monday Night Football tonight. Our good yes. double header on Fox League. Uh, Bulldogs, Titans, uh, Sharks and Seagulls. But we'll have to have a top three condensed out of what happened on the weekend. Uh, in fact, let's make it official. Let's go to our top three from the weekend right now. And now on Breakfast with Vossi, the top three. I reckon just the mere fact we were back playing yesterday might feature in your top three this weekend. Cameron, you can kick off, uh, get the ball rolling today on your top three from the weekend. Yep, top three from the weekend, Vossi. Obviously, as you mentioned, a couple of games to go, but uh, from the games played so far, can't go past uh, Melbourne Storm, making it 16 in a row. That's a club record. Um, And boys chasing, chasing the 1975 Roosters with 19 wins in a row. So, look, I I, I think it's absolutely possible that they could get there. Uh, Cody Walker, boys, on the weekend, outstanding. Three tries, four line breaks. He scored a Scored a try himself. Um, he, he's just been in very, very... It's, it's funny, been in very good form since he was left out of Game 3. Um, 
origin. So um, maybe a little message sent to the New South Wales Rugby League there. And off the back of that, the Rabbitohs boys, they've won the last eight and nine of their last ten. They were on fire on the weekend. Old Wayne Bennett, he's got them fired up leading into the finals. Well, yeah, I tell so you, Cameron, who's top three? Uh, you, Matty? I've just had a look at the Melbourne Storm draw, and I, I think, it look, given a, a, a real upset, mate, I'm, I'm confident they'll go 20 in a row at least. Yeah. So it's yep. interesting. That's unbelievable effort. My, my three in the, in the Rabbitohs game, I've gone Latrell. Just, man, he... he few times in the game, he it was just it, it was men against boys, just throwing guys out of the way. They just couldn't even handle. They can't handle his power, and just even mm. you know the subtlety of the pass sometimes. Just in in great form, and he is he's the X factor. South Sydney have still got a little bit of ground to make up on Melbourne, but I tell you, when if he's firing, mate, anything's possible. Uh, Joey Manu, Thursday night. Uh, fantastic performance, just picking and choosing his moments from the wing coming in infield and just you know driving Parramatta nuts. And the other one, mate, the third one, the NRL. To given the state of emergency of when everything happened, the, the lockdown, uh, it would have been. I can only imagine how quickly they had to move with the high end meetings mm. when they cancelled yep. it, and somehow Andrew Abdo and, and Peter Volandis managed to keep the competition going. Once again, I've never seen uh, Vossi, not since the Super League years, have I seen the NRL move so swiftly and quickly on, mm. on things. Or back then it was the ARL and, and, and the Super League, but the game just moves so mm. quickly to get things done. Yeah, look, uh, 100% right on that. And, uh, and and right now, where we go next round, we'll, we'll find out more uh, tomorrow afternoon. But I reckon right now they've got plan A, B, C, D, you know, ticked off on everywhere. Yeah. They're looking at absolutely everything. And that's been proven again over the weekend um, that uh, got to play by the rules. Actually, on the grand final venue, um, Chris Abendigo believes Melbourne was the carrot dangled to get around completing the competition in Brisbane. So the grand final will be at Suncorp. He, he sort of, of the theory that... You know, by getting the weekend back underway yesterday, that was saying, well, you can for sure have the grand final. You've proved yourself that you can handle it. Um, so maybe that's mm. the way it rolls. By the way, just on Melbourne Storm too, it, what, what if they got to the final round, Cameron, and you were part of the club last year and the minor premiership mm. is sealed. So in the last yes. round, you rested nearly everyone and you lost to the Dragons in the last round. Now, given you're on mm. this record streak, yeah. would Craig Bellamy put the resting of players... Uh, or the record first. What would he? What would happen there? Vossi, Vossi, that's a great question, mate. Because I know, um, you know, for the most part of my career, when there was a um, a, a record um, available, um, or um, or there was a milestone to achieve, or something like that, we, we'd certainly go after it. But I think last year uh, in 2020, with with all the different things happening. Um, you know, Craig, I think he took a lot, a very different mindset into the back end of last year where we seen him rest players, um, not only in that last round, but in the sort of like the last four weeks um, leading into the grand final to, to make sure that the squad was, was absolutely at its peak um, going into finals. So this is going to be very interesting. And, and I look at the draw, as Maddie mentioned, where, you know, the Storm could possibly go on and win 20 in a row. I reckon he may be looking at the position now where if they win this week and if Penrith were to drop another one, that puts them too clear of second. 
and and maybe he may look to start resting guys, particularly guys like Brandon Smith, who's played a lot of football, Jerome Hughes, and these type of guys, um, mm. because they've already got they've they've already they've already uh, claimed the club record um, of sixteen. So I, I reckon he'll be looking for the for the bigger picture this time around. All righty, and they do play the Sharks in the final round. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back after that with some Olympic thoughts of Cameron Smith and Matthew Johns from the weekend sharing of a medal in the high jump. Is that yeah. is that great sportsmanship? or is No, no, hang on. We've got to have a winner. We've got to have a winner. Is that a cop-out? Uh, we'll get the boys' mm. opinion in a moment. If you've got a question, text it in 0457736736. You can also call on the McDonald Jones open line, 1300 011170. Maddie and Cam here on a Monday. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse Shop in-store or online at Chemist Warehouse for big brands at the lowest prices every day. Yeah, breakfast with Vossi on a Monday morning. We had Matthew Johns and Cameron Smith here for Chemist Warehouse. Now, fellas, going to throw at you some Olympic news and, of course, so much great Australian success over the weekend. But if you want a motion, catch up on the vision of the high jump where you had this Qatari uh, competitor, Mutaz Essa Bashim, and Italian Gianmarco Tembiri, they actually decided that they would share the gold medal. They had cleared a height of 2.37 metres, but then failed at all three attempts at 2.39 metres. And then it was said to them by officials, well, you're actually dead level because you, when you failed, you both failed. When you've got over, you've both got over. Therefore, you are equal. You can either have a jump off or share the gold medal. They said, you got two gold medals? They said, yes, they get it. Is that fair cop? Is that a great moment or... Do you have to have a winner? You tell me. Um, I mean, like penalty shootouts in soccer. Can you imagine two teams saying, oh, no, we'll share the trophy. We won't have a penalty well, shootout. Too dramatic. Vossi, I think I, I, I liked it because for me it was an old-fashioned Olympic ideal uh, in a world these days where sport is just so professional and so ruthless. To see a moment like that, yeah, and the Italian guy, he was standing there looking at the competitor from Oman. And he, when he made the decision, he jumped in and gave him a cuddle. I just thought, and an amazing, and so I, I, I liked it. I, don't, I know a lot of it's caused controversy, but I thought it was fantastic. And particularly, mate, there was celebrations in our house, you know, from Euro, winning Euro. And now, <laughs> mate, we're, and I'm saying we, I'm saying we, and we won the high jump. And to win the 100 metres, yeah. Italy, yeah, wow. un, unheard of. I said, we're That's talking it. about this morning, and Trish, I said, mate, an Italian winning the 100 metre sprint. She said, well, she said, at high school, I won the 400 metres. And I said, uh, you, sorry, you're comparing the 400 metres at, at St. Francis Xavier Hamilton to the Olympics. Yeah, well, it's in the blood. Um, Cameron, so your say, quick one on that one. Yes to that, sharing the medal or, you know, in other sports you have a winner. I mean, it's part of sport, winning and losing. It's just part of it. Um, and I'm probably I'm slightly different to Matty, and I, I get it. It was great vision seeing the, the two uh, men rejoice in, in sharing the gold medal, but yeah, I, I just think we need a we need a winner there. Like I, I think looking at the golf Vossi in the Olympics, yes. there was seven was there seven golfers yeah, playing seven for, for the bronze. bronze medal. Yes, like, that's a good they point. They couldn't have seven seven. They, they mustn't have no. had seven bronze bronze medals there ready to go for the boys. But um, yeah, I, I just think they probably should have had a jump off, mate. Yeah, a jump off, exactly. A jump off it should have been. Um, I'm sort of more leaning uh, that way this morning on that issue. But anyway, it is great. It is a great scene. I mean, the emotion is so real from these blokes. Yeah. They go absolutely bananas. Now, for Sportsbet, 
Um, just quickly on to the Premiership betting markets. Whenever you bet with, or whoever you bet with, take a sec before you bet and set a deposit limit from Sportsbet. Gamble responsibly. Um, just on tonight's matches, Bulldogs $4, Titans $1.25. And you get $5.50 about the Sharks, Manly $1.15. The Premiership betting market now has Melbourne as a $2.25 favourite with Sportsbet. Penrith at $4, Rabbitohs in to $6.50, Manly at $11, Roosters 13 and uh, Parramatta has blown right out. And with Brisbane winning on the weekend, uh, Wooden Spoon, sadly, Canterbury now $1.01. Absolute favourites there. For Sportsbet, whoever you bet with, take a sec before you bet and set a deposit limit from Sportsbet. Gamble responsibly. I want to get through as many questions from the listers as possible between 8.30 and 9 for Matthew John's and Cameron Smith. So you can fire anything. It can be serious. It can be outrageous. Fire the questions in now. 0457 736 736 or jump on the McDonald Jones Homes open line 1300 01 1170. This is 1170 SEN. And on a Monday, thanks to Chemist Warehouse, Matthew Johns, Cameron Smith and taking your questions. Got a whole bunch of uh, texts to get through in a moment. Our show brought to you by Bryden's Lawyers. The name you know, the lawyers you can trust. You can call 1-800-848-848 or visit brydens.com.au. Um, there's a few listeners here who want to know what is wrong with Parramatta. This might mean a lot of time for Cameron and Matthew to address uh, where Parramatta are at at the end of the season. On the Olympics focus today, um, Channel 7 coverage continuing. One o'clock this afternoon, Australia take on India in the quarterfinals of the women's hockey. That is Tokyo 2020 live, free and in HD on 7 and 7 Plus. The only place to see it all. Well, how about we launch this half hour with uh, questions from the listeners in regards Parramatta, Aaron probably puts it best in this way. Cameron and Matty, he says, men, how did Parramatta go about losing their April Premier's tag in these last few weeks? <laughs> Who would you be looking at as the next coach for the Eels? And when do you think that should take place? So it's a multi-question wow. uh, there. Parramatta, how do they fix the problem? And is the coach the problem? So Cameron, well, what's Parramatta going to do? Uh, well, look, yeah, I've... It's, it's a tag that they've, an unwanted tag, I guess, that they've received over the last few years where they, they've just started the season so well um, and, and been in a great position sort of heading into that origin period and, and sort of just on the back half, they've, they've seemed to struggle. And I know there's been a big out with, with Mitchell Moses um, with a back injury, but um, they've still got a quality lineup. And I called a game uh, a fortnight ago when they played against Canberra. And, and the way they played in the first you know, 10 to 15 minutes was, it looked like they were just, they would have had the game sewn up quite easily. But what Canberra did to them was, was applied so much defensive pressure and, and, and played aggressively. It sort of upset the style of footy that they like to play. Um, and it just seemed as though that whenever a team, you know, plays that physical aggressive style of defense against Parramatta, it, they, they just struggled to, to fit into get into their game plan or, or settle into a bit of a groove where they where they seem to find points easily when teams don't do that. So that's that's where I'm at with that. Um, but as far as finding a new coach, I, I think that's probably going a little bit too far. I think Brad Arthur's doing a pretty good job there at the moment. Well, I, I know Matty Johns is, has got a, got a little hunch that he thinks there's a bloke that could turn things around and he doesn't have a job for next year, Matty, at Parramatta? Yes, I... Wayne Bennett has been coaching 
every year for I think I read last thirty four years. I I just refuse to believe he's going to take a year off. Yeah, mm. And and I know there's there, there's reasons why he, you know he believes he has to return to Brisbane. I, I get all that, but from a football point of view, to return to Brisbane on the you know well, I won't say odd chance because they, 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 there's talk they're going to come in, but on the chance that a new Brisbane side comes in and he's going to coach that, I just think that's that I just don't see Wayne doing that. I see Wayne coaching in some way, shape, or form. And if you look at Wayne, what he's done with teams, well, namely St. George Illawarra, there are similarities between St. George Illawarra and where Parramatta are at in the fact that, that they're, they're a team that you look at and say they're a top four side, but they just can't quite take the next step. It's like a sprinter who's running mm. 10.02, but can't get down to 9.9. Wayne, That's where Wayne specialises in. So look, it's a little unfair on on Brad, but I think it's really it's a big month coming up for Brad because mm. you know mm. because if if they continue to struggle, the question in the Parramatta boardroom will be, can can Brad take us that next step? And if 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 they believe the answer is no, then what next? Mm. Well, the next few weeks, Matty, they play Manly South. They've also got Panthers and Storm and the Cowboys thrown in. So they've got Manly wow. South, Penrith, yep. Melbourne, yep. all before the finals. Now, yep. back we go to the Olympics, and uh, we update the Olympics. Thanks to Mate. Award-winning service mobile plans from $20. Um, I can't let today go. I, I did raise this with Cameron last week, but a moment after the relay uh, last week, to have an Australian swimmer get on the pool deck and be interviewed and say this. As Matty John said back in 1997, it's better than Lego. <laughs> Matty, that, 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 that's got to be one of your proudest moments, isn't it? When we're talking Olympics, that here you go in a moment that was so big in this young fella's career that in his head would be a line of a great philosopher yourself about Lego. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's strange is I don't even really... I don't re- remember the interview. That I can't remember. And so when... I, I'd forgotten, like... I, well, I couldn't remember it. And then a few years later, Fletcher dug it up, and I was horrified. I was horrified. I was equally as horrified the other day when I got a call, and they said, will you come on sunrise? Uh, sensing an ambush, I said no. Um, and so anyway, <laughs> I got there. So I'm in at SEN, and they said, oh, have a look at this. Have a look. They're doing something on the league, I think. And the night before, on our Thursday night show, we did a 90s retro show and I'm sitting there in a bright red tracksuit with a bucket hat and shades on and they and during Channel 7's coverage in no context they say this is what Matty Johns had to say about it last night and they cut to me as I'm sitting there on the couch looking like a pimp and I'm thinking <laughs> what, imagine what people like over the country have got no idea on our mm. show who I am and I'm sitting there they'll be going have a look at this wanker and I mean <laughs> You can't remember the original interview, Matty, because we can play that again. I mean, on what grounds could you not Please remember don't. this, Matty? What what beautiful delivery it was. Have a listen. It was better than uh, it was better than Lego. It was better than Lego. It was better than Lego. God, oh, I know. Well, I, I never thought I'd become mm. one of those old fuddy duddies to mm. go. Oh God, I hope they don't play that again. You know, it's just, uh, yep. Ah, uh, well, what do you do? 
Well, I don't know. I think your next step, Maddie, is probably to go over to the uh, DAB Plus Network. I think 2CH. I think you could actually do a little music program. That might be your future. You just sort of yeah, myself and just, myself and Tim Webster just pumping <laughs> out the hits. <laughs> Timmy and Maddie, better than Lego, could be the program. Um, now, just on that pastimes. Now, here's one last one before a break. Just on the Olympics for mate. Mate, really love us. Our uh, Olympic updates, but there's this Great Britain diver called Tom Daly. I don't know whether you caught vision of him. He's at the three meter springboard final yesterday, and he's up in the yeah. crowd supporting his you know fellow countrymen, and he's knitting. He's like he's full on knitting, like a little jumper or something. He's not. He's knitting. He's knitting. Like apparently he says he does Stop it all the it. time. It's what he does to pass the time. He knitted himself a hat uh, uh, with a cream trim. He knitted himself a little sort of pocket for the, to put the metal in. He knits. Now, the boys, best singlet. A little, a little wolf singlet, exactly. Do you have a pastime? Do you want to put something out on the table now that we don't know about you, Cameron, that there is something you do to pass the time that we may... No. Oh, that's interesting. Anything? No, Cameron? no, nothing. No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't do well um, at school in my knitting classes, so no. <laughs> I haven't done any knitting. Um, I actually, no, I, <laughs> off the top nothing. of my head, Bossy, I can't think of anything that I've ever Whittling. done to sort of pass the time or take my mind away from football, other than I enjoy playing golf and things like that. And no, well, it's boring. no, it's nothing like right. the meal. No, we need something odd. Like I, no. I can picture Matt as John, Matty, you maybe stamp collecting, you know, with a little did when I was a kid. glass stamps, possibly. Did, did when I was a kid, had a stamp book and did a bit of stamp collecting and then I turned five and gave it away. Uh, I'm a bit like Cameron, I, I don't play golf. <laughs> I, I don't mind lawn bowls because you all parallel to the clubhouse. But I, <laughs> I, I, I was sitting the other day, I generally read, and it's funny, talking about being a fuddy daddy, I was sitting there reading the other day, and I sort of glanced over and I got my reading glasses on, and I just caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror and just went, oh, mm. my God. You, and I just remember thinking, buried or cremated, have a mm. look at you. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> By the way, Matty, um, Tim Webster's just texted through a message, no something way. <laughs> I don't know if that's the real Tim Webster who's texting that message, but um, he's, he's not a good liking man. the prospect of doing it. He's a, he's a good man. You. He's so a good man go. and a massive, uh, massive Roosters man. A massive cock. <laughs> Roosters fan, that's it. <laughs> 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 oh, no, no, just came out. I mean, a Roosters fan. You know, there we go. Uh, oh dear. 18 and a half minutes time. We're still on air, but maybe not for much longer. We'll take a break. Cameron Smith... And Matthew Johns, and after the break, the referee of the round. You do not want to miss that. That is huge. Here we go. 13 minutes to nine. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Shop in store or online at Chemist Warehouse for big brands at the lowest prices every day. Cameron Smith, Matthew Johns in the house. Maddie, do you think we should let the referees out of their misery? Pity the poor two refs have got their matches tonight. They're out of contention. I mean, mate, it is a bit I, of a scandal, isn't it? But. Uh, mate, I tell you what. Only <laughs> if my man gets it again, Butler. All right, let's go to the intro. Here we go. And now on Breakfast with Vossie, Cameron Smith's referee of the round. (laughs) Referee of the round that's had only six matches played. This is a big story. The Telegraph are right over it. This is a bit of a rort, in fact. The referees are going to blow up. But, Cameron, what have you got? What have you got? All right, Vossie. We got to we got to uh, let the referees get back out to their training uh, paddock to, to get ready for this weekend's matches. But um, 
this week. I couldn't could not go past boys. Uh, the the record breaker, first referee ever to referee four hundred uh, first grade games. Ben Cummins. No, nice. Oh, geez, that's Fantastic. Not Friday night, Friday night against uh, Tigers and, and the Warriors up in Brisbane. Mm. 400 games, boys. So, congrats, Ben. Great job. Jeez. Uh, what about yeah. that? All the fanfare Cameron got for 400 games. And poor old Ben gets a mention on the end. There we go. So, oh, look, I'll, I'll dig around the prize cup and see if I can come up with something, you know, an old book or something. Um, well done, Ben Cummins, referee of the round. Cameron Smith, referee of the round. Let's go to the McDonald Jones Homes open line. James has called in from Hornsby. Um, wants to talk about the obstruction rule. Have we got enough time to answer this? James, fire away, my friend. Yeah, okay. It's um, just a quick one on the last night's game, Storm and Panthers. And the Storm got a try and they went upstairs and it was kick out. Now, he's a big boy. And he ran up to the guy who had stopped before the line, just yep. touched him, and he went down like a wet paper bag. You know, he stopped like of nothing. And at least the bunker said, oh, no, there's no obstruction. Now, to me, obstruction is someone who is hindering you from getting to the ball. Someone running yep. up to yep. a player, standing there and putting his hands in the air or dropping down the ground, you're not going for the ball. So how are you obstructed? Yep. Spot on. But so, so you're exactly right. The, the the problem we've got is that, well, the game doesn't trust the people in the bunker enough to let them have flexibility of thought. To them, look at it and go, you know what? You know, he, he could have done it, or he's taken a dive, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They're mm. trying trying to bring in black and white rules, and it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. And, but we've trained yeah. our players. We've trained our players to have this option to dive, to fall. And it was embarrassing. It really was. I say, I often quote, these players can lift small cars in the gymnasium. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, he was hit yeah. by a feather villi army and he's gone down like you wouldn't believe. That was, uh, look, that's a good call, James. Good observation. I'll give you a prize. On behalf of the boys, you, Ben Cummins gets nothing. But James <laughs> nothing. gives us a call and gets a pack from squad or the personal care pack to uh, make guys better men. So uh, that's for your body, your pits and face. So good on you, James. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've taken Ben Cummins' prize. <laughs> you, you've robbed him. You've robbed yeah. him. Thanks to stuff. A little bit on the cags probably as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tim Webster's back on the phone again. Uh, he's got his... In fact, he's got uh, legal counsel now representing him. <laughs> so we've got... Uh, yeah, Andrew from San Susie says, sorry, Cameron. Um, ben Cummins, the first referee since Cameron Smith passed 400 games. So there you go. Oh, oh, there it just, is. You there can't get away from that sort of stuff, can you? Um, Maddie, your idea about Wayne Bennett, would Wayne Bennett only go to Parramatta for one year? The Parramatta fans saying, why would Parramatta sign Wayne Bennett for just yeah. one year? Could he, could he have instant impact? Could he impact you know, just over 12 months and move on? Well, I reckon they could probably convince him for a couple of years, Vossi. Um, mm. Could he have impact on one year? Uh, it took him two years at St. George Illawarra. Mm. But um, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know. I, I got a feeling he could. They've certainly got the squad there. Uh, mm. It's an interesting one. It's, you know, once again, you know, it, sometimes you have the best plans and it just doesn't work out. Uh, Brad, you know, my point again is Brad's done a really good job. He's stabilised the club. It's just taken on that next step.
Yeah. Look, um, we're, we're full of segments here. I mean, uh, Cameron Smith's Hooker of the Week might bite the dust because we've got so much to get through. But uh, Underworks are terrific supporters of ours here at 1170 SEN. All day socks by Underworks. They pass every comfort test. And we have a segment, Pull Your Socks Up, that I now am embracing you two fellas into it to come up with a nomination from the weekend of someone who, or an organisation or something, pull your socks up. Who has to pull their socks up? Cameron, for Underworks, what have you come up with? Well, <clears throat> for me, boys, I, I think it's I think it's the West Tigers. They've just uh, like if you're a West yep. Tigers supporter, particularly this year, geez, you got to be disappointed with the way your team has has gone about the the season. And you know, like looking at their roster, it, yeah, there's question marks over what what's happening there with uh, you know the 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 list and and all that sort of stuff, but. Still, it doesn't matter who's in your lineup. You need to go out there and, and actually have a go at and, and play to the best of your ability. And and I think what we've seen this year, it's it's. I don't think that squad has delivered the best pop- possible performances that they could they could provide. Mm. I don't believe. Yeah. Oh, Gary on the text said, "Can you justify? How do you account for the fact the Tigers would have no dummy half with two minutes to go? I mean, it's one of the embarrassing moments of their season. So pull your yeah. socks up, Tigers, uh, for Underworks, Matty Johns. Who have you got pulling their socks up? Well, on the theme of Butler, I've gone Gerard Butler. Right, he's suing. <laughs> he's, I've just checked this. He's suing Olympus has fallen producers uh, because they said he owes them thirteen million. Um, I don't know if you blokes have seen Olympus has fallen, but it just sparked my yep, memory I when I saw it. Mm. Uh, it was Bludger, and uh, the fact he wants thirteen point six million for that, I just go, come on, Jerry, lift your standards. <laughs> you can do better. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. I'll get Pull your you, socks Butler. up. Yeah, that's it. All day socks by Underworks. Pass every test. Pick up a pair and test them for yourself. The Underworks socks. Pull your socks up. Great nominations there. Cameron Smith and Maddie Johns. And from the weekend, uh, one last one really quickly. Penrith, have you got question mark on? Or is Melbourne just going so well? Are you oh. saying with Nathan Cleary back, all back on deck? Yeah. Penrith to- still totally prime side. contender? Yeah, totally yeah. different side, Vossi. We have to say get everyone back. And I thought it was a really dangerous game yesterday for Penrith, given the fact that they're on their way to for a 50-point flogging, which would have left mm. some pretty heavy scars. They stabilised themselves a little bit. But, yeah, different side yeah. With, with Nathan and, and Fisher-Harris and Brian Toto, et cetera. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, think, uh, I think the result was, was never in doubt. I think the Storm were always going to be too good uh, against Penrith, uh, considering... Not only Cleary uh, and Brian Toto, but Fisher Harris, Yo, Happy Coruscant mm-hmm. as well out, yep. uh, Tyrone May as well. So a lot of firepower for it to come back for the Panthers. Well, it's been a very enjoyable hour. You know, you're having fun when it just flies past. Feels like we're on here for five minutes. In fact, the segment was almost better than Lego. Uh, Matty John, thank you for your time. <laughs> thank you, old suit. Old Seed, exactly. That's a lot safer option. If we had to open the show with Old Seed, we wouldn't have now had the legal suit that's uh, over our heads. Uh, Cameron, all the best to you, my friend in lockdown. Hope you're out tomorrow around right about 4 o'clock. Right. Thanks, Wossie. That's the show. The Toyota Good for Footy raffle is helping football clubs to raise much-needed funds. Tickets are just $5 through your local club's Good for Footy raffle page. Visit toyotagoodforfooty.raffleticks.com.au. Now that's good for footy. 
It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.